All right. Um, this service today is uh, a little different. We are. Um, I was wanting you to think about making room, making room for Jesus. Like, you kind of got to clear stuff out and kind of get yourself ready. Um, you know, this is what the season is about. It's about celebrating Christ. So I hope that today will kind of be the foundation of your celebration. We have two great services tomorrow. I uh, hope you'll plan to be a part of those. But today I thought we would just gather. Um, my idea was that we would just kind of gather around the piano and sing a little bit together. Wouldn't that be nice if we came to your house? You know, Well, we're not at your house. We're not at my house. This is God's house. So we gather together in his name. So get on your voice. Let's sing together. Let's worship together. Open your heart to him. Let's make room for him to be here. Would you stand? Let's sing together. Joy to the world. Joy to Oh, 
We sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Uh, some people wonder, what, what does that mean? Hark is to, uh, like, to listen. Just uh, listen to an announcement. Behold, there's an announcement coming. Hark the Herald Angel Sings. The herald, a herald would be the person making the announcement, whoever would be making this proclamation. So we had uh, God saying, listen. Listen, the, the herald angel is making this proclamation. Well, that was on the first Christmas, and so we sing about it. But now, guess who gets to be the heralds? Us. We're proclaiming. So we're saying, hark, the herald angel sings, but we're singing glory to the newborn king. One other thing about this song, this song has great theology. If you listen to what you're singing, I was walking through the department store the other day, and some people were just kind of singing around, and they're singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and they were singing, there was this verse going on, it's talking about uh, Christ the Lord, and, and I thought, do these people even know what they're singing, you know, uh, because it has great words about what the truth of Christmas is all about. Let's sing it, Hark the Herald. Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
You may be seated. The scripture encourages us about what Christmas is all about. 400 years before the birth of Jesus, Isaiah wrote, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. In the beginning was the Word, Jesus Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There have been many babies to become a king, but only one king became a baby.
Did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would give sight to a blind man. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would calm a storm with his hand? Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels try? God, oh Mary, did you know? Thank you. We're going to 
do part two of our little choir uh, today. We're going to sing a couple, three songs. Maybe we won't sing all the time as a congregation. So uh, first one you can stay seated on. We're going to see uh, what child is this. stand together. We're going to sing uh, Do You Hear What I Hear? Uh, this is a great song. hope you'll sing along with this. This song is really about the, the prayer for peace on earth. Uh, you'll hear that uh, at, the, at the very end there. May he bring us goodness and light at the end of that. Let's sing Do You Hear What I Hear? Said the night wind to the little With a voice. 
of the season for us singing together uh, Oh Holy Night let's sing it together Oh Holy Night the stars are brightly shining it is the night of our dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin Love is love. 
Thank you. About that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth to Bethlehem to Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. There were shepherds camping in the neighborhood. They had set watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angel stood among them and God's glory blazed all around them. They were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. 
I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town. A Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket, lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing praises. Glory to God in the highest, in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women who are on the earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked it over. Let's go to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard the shepherds were impressed. Mary kept all these things to herself holding them dear and deep within her heart. The shepherds returned and let loose, praising and glorifying God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they had been told. We are thinking today about Christmas. Jesus is the reason for Christmas. Jesus is the reason for our celebration. He's our focal point. So we choose to make room for Jesus during this Christmas season. We do that because we know that on December 25th, we celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. But it's really not just about December 25th. The important thing to know is that Jesus was born. Jesus came. You see, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ was born in a city called Bethlehem. When he was born, he was not born in a hospital, but in a stable, placed in a manger where all the animals slept and ate because the Scripture says there was no room for them, for Mary, Joseph, the baby at the at the nearby inn. But what makes this baby so special is that he was born of a virgin. He came straight from the hand of God. When the Holy Spirit came upon Mary, this was an act of God bringing his son into the world, born of a virgin. We recognize this son of God who has come to us. We recognize that he is rightfully called the son of the most high God. He's called the bread of life, the good shepherd. He is rightfully called the light of the world, the living word of God, the resurrection and the life, the water of life to quench our thirst. He is the savior of the world, king of kings and Lord of lords. You should make room for him. We must make room in our hearts for him. Because when you do, 
When you make room for Jesus, he's able to heal the sick. He's able to lift you up when you're down. He's able to heal your brokenness, just like he gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, ability to walk to the cripple. He calmed the storm. He made things new by his power. He took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed 5,000. You see, when you make room for Jesus, you have peace. You have joy. You have everlasting love. When you make room for Jesus, you receive mercy. You find victory. You have eternal life. When you make room for Jesus, you have salvation in Jesus Christ. So don't just make room for Jesus on December 25th. How about make room for Jesus on Monday? Make room for Jesus on Tuesday. Make room for Jesus on Wednesday and Thursday. Make room for Jesus on Friday. Make room for Jesus on Saturday. And then when you come to worship on Sunday, come together to sing a joyful noise of praise unto his name because he's the reason for the season and he's the reason for living and he is worthy of our praise. We come together on a morning like today because you can be knee deep in the Christmas events and still be far from Jesus. Sometimes we get busy in this holiday and maybe we neglect the most important thing of all, making room for Jesus. So quiet your heart. Open your spirit to him. Oh, maybe, maybe you know him already. Make more room for him. Let your heart just expand. Maybe you've wandered from him. Today be a great day to make room for him. Or maybe you celebrated Christmas, but you never made room for Jesus. Today would be a great day to do that. Just come clean. Come clean about your sin, your brokenness. Invite the Savior in. Invite him to come and to heal uh, those things that hurt you today and to renew your heart. Maybe you've been dragging around a weary heart for some of these months, all wrapped up in so many different things. The Word of God encourages us. Don't be like the, those that missed it. Make room for him. Be like Howard. Howard was eight. He was given a part in the annual Christmas play. He was the innkeeper because he was the biggest boy in the class. He decided he would practice his lines. He wanted to do it well. So he'd stand in front of the mirror and see how mean he could look. How he, he could sound saying, there's no room in the inn. Howard rehearsed that over and over again. Finally, the night came for their play. He was a little nervous. He's waiting for Joseph. He's standing inside a cardboard box that has a little door cut out. And he's waiting for Joseph. And finally, he hears this cue, and he throws the door open, and he glows down at Mary, and he growls out, there's no room in the inn. 
silently and sadly, Joseph put his arm around Mary and leads her away. Well, Howard just couldn't take it. He watched them walking away. Tears came to his eyes, running down his cheeks, and he realized how heartless he sounded. And before he could even help himself, he yelled out, Wait! Wait, Mary! You can have my room. Jesus is born, and he says to you and me, You can have my room. Joey. Joey lived in a very poor neighborhood. Uh, the church van came around and invited the children to come to a, to a party at the church. We heard about the party, and he, his mama said he could go, and uh, he didn't have any idea what kind of party it was, and so uh, he just figured it was like a costume party. And so uh, he didn't have any kind of costume, but he, there was an old hay bale around him. He just said, well, I'll just go like a, I'll go as a bale of hay. And so he got this old checkered shirt and stuffed a bunch of straw down in his shirt and uh, got on the, the church van and made his way there. When he got there, he realized all the decorations that it was a, that it was a Christmas party. And it wasn't about costumes. So he stood off to the side over there and kind of keeping himself out of the way because he was a little embarrassed. And he heard some adults talking about um, so, something they lost. And... You know, he said, well, I can help. I, I'm, I'm good at finding things. Uh, what, did, what did you lose? Well, we, lo we lost a manger. We can't find the manger. Um, well, you know, he didn't even know what a manger was. He said, what's, what's a manger? And he said, well, it's, it's like a thing that you put hay in, and, um, and the baby Jesus was born in it. And so he looked around a little bit, and they couldn't find it. And finally, he came up to him in big smile and joy saying, uh, hey, I got an idea. He said, you can't find a manger, but if you look at something, uh, you know, I'm a bale of hay. You know, I'm, I'm filled with hay. Uh, let Jesus be born in me. That, that's making room for Jesus. Uh, one more story. I love these stories. Amy. Amy was a little girl. She's five. And she tells her dad, I need to wrap my gift. And so she's getting tape and a bunch of paper. She goes into her room, and she's got this large box, and she's getting it all wrapped, uh, a present for her dad. Uh, she comes out several times, gets more tape. Uh, dad, I need a little more paper, and he's kind of grimacing at what might be going on in there. Um, finally, she, she's been in there a long time, and she burst out, and she says, Dad, come. You got you just got to open my gift. You gotta, gotta, I got to give it to you right now. No, no, we, we'll wait. No, I can't wait. You got to come right now. So in, into her room, and he goes in there, and, and immediately he's upset because there's tons of paper all over the floor and on this box, and everything's been taped. Um, oh, Dad, open it, open it. She's so excited. And so he goes over, and he opens the package, and he uh, opens opens the top of this cardboard box and he looks in it and he says, Amy, there's, there's nothing in this box. She says, oh, Dad, I just spent the last, last hour blowing kisses into this box. It's for you. That's the spirit, right? Make room for Jesus. Make room for him. You know, when you think about uh, making room for him. You know, that, that's, that's what this experience of the season is all about. 
You know, Jesus didn't want to just live in you. He wants you to be his throne. He reigns in us. He asks you, will you make room for Jesus? So today, will you? We're going to do several things as we close here today. Uh, we're going to take communion in just a little bit. The communion was available at the doors for you to pick up. Uh, at a couple of these doors, it was a manger there. You could pick up one. So uh, right now, it would be okay if you didn't get that. If you want to pick those up, I'd welcome you to do that. And I'm going to sing you this song that talks about making room. So would, would you do something in relationship to him today? If you, if you know him, open your heart. Expand your heart. Make room for him. If, you, if you're away from him, if you've wandered away, or maybe you've never even put your faith in Christ, today I'd like to ask you, is there room in your heart for Jesus? A family hiding from the storm Found no place at the keeper's door It was for this a child was born To save a world so cold and hollow A sleeping town they did not know That lying in a manger low a Savior King who had no home had come to heal our sorrows. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his story? Shepherds counting sheep at night Do not fear the glory light You are precious in His sight God has come to raise the lowly Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart for God to write his story? You can come as you are. It may set you apart when you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory. Make room in your heart. Make room in your heart. A mother holds the promise tight. Every wrong will be made right. The road is straight and burdens light. For in his hands he holds tomorrow. Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart? Is there room in your heart?
for God to write his story. Think about it. You can come as you are. It may set you apart when you make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory. You can come as you are. It will set you apart. Make room in your heart and trade your dreams for his glory. Make room in your heart. Make room in your heart. Come on. Make room in your heart. Make room in your heart. Let's stand together for communion. I welcome you to the Lord's table. This is his table. Who is invited to the Lord's table? You're probably going to be at a table for Christmas or two. But you're invited to his table because all are welcome here. The young and the old, the rich and the poor, the lowest and the least, sinners and saints. Come find your place here where you are not a stranger, only brothers and sisters in the sight of God. We gather at this table to give thanks. We give thanks because Jesus showed us the way. We give thanks because Jesus is the way. Jesus was a gift from God for the world. He's called Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus lived a life of thankfulness, faithfulness, and sacrifice for many. We give thanks today that he's our Savior, Christ the Lord. We come at his table to eat and drink because on the night before he died, Jesus ate with his friends. He gave them bread and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At that same meal, he took a cup and he said, drink this cup. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. On our table here, it says, this do in remembrance of me. What do we remember at this table? We remember that Jesus is born and that he is God with us. We remember Jesus' life and his love. We remember Jesus' suffering and death on a cross. We remember that Jesus rose from the grave and gave us the promise of new life. And we remember that we are waiting with the hope to see him again. God is a God of grace and what grace he has shown to you. Ultimate grace, being born, giving his life 
uh, for all of us. We come together to praise him. We eat this bread as a reminder that Jesus Christ gave his life for us. It's his gift. Receive it. Make room for him. Let's eat this bread in remembrance that Christ died for us. This juice represents the shed blood of Jesus. The Bible tells us that the blood covers our sins. We drink this today in remembrance that Jesus Christ suffered and gave his life for every one of us. So I invite you to drink today. But as you're drinking, remember, be very, very thankful. Let's drink together. Lord, thank you for these elements that we've been able to partake together. Thanks for your spirit in this service. Thanks for helping us to make room for you. And with those shepherds, we say hallelujah. Praise to your holy name. As we close today, or just the last song I'm going to do, I'd invite you to sing along with me this song. Uh, it's called Christmas Hallelujah. Uh, so uh, there's a bunch of hallelujahs in here, and I'll kind of give you some direction, but uh, sing this along with me. Just come in on those hallelujahs for sure. I heard about this baby boy who's come to earth to bring us joy and i just want to sing this song for you it goes like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall and the major lift with every breath i'm singing hallelujah came to Bethlehem expecting child they searched the inn to find a place for you were coming soon there was no room for them to stay so in a manger filled with hay God's only son was born oh hallelujah Shepherds left their flocks that night to see this baby wrapped in light. A host of angels led them all to you. It was just as the angels said, you'll find him in a manger bed. Emmanuel and Savior, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
many miles and journeyed long for you. And to the place at which you were, their frankincense and golden myrrh, they gave to you and cried. Christmas. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> 